Hey everyone, it's Pooja and it's me Rashida. Welcome to Not Marriage Material. Hi everybody. So what happened was Rashida took a plan B yesterday, which took us into a rabbit hole of how unfair it is for women to be the only responsible and affected party in sexual encounters. And the part that makes me really, really mad is that I have had encounters with men where these fucking bitch ass men still complain about having to slide a fucking condom on when women as a woman on birth control. I've had to deal with so many other issues like hair loss, weight gain, continuous periods, things implanted into our bodies, cramping, mood swings acne and then these assholes have the balls to call women crazy because we are putting so much hormonal shit into our bodies just so these men can continue to go and sow their seeds into random ass women and then these men all they fucking have is audacity to complain about condoms okay calm down woman i'm i'm playing the devil's advocate here you know, before I start my own rant, maybe. <laughs> Women are crazy sometimes, you know. Like, look at all, like, we do have some emotional mood swings and, like, the birth control is only making it worse. Like, it is literally fucking with our hormones. So, and, like, even without the birth control, like, we are designed, you know, by nature to have some sort of, emotional mood swings so i guess there is some truth to how you know women are crazy sometimes i think that uh hormonal fluctuations do happen that means that it is normal because every woman goes through hormonal fluctuations so that means that it is just that women are normal that we shouldn't call them crazy for it are you are you pmsing (laughs) (laughs) no i actually managed to stop any mood fluctuations because I did go on implants. Okay, so you do have mood fluctuations. You admit to that. I just have stopped all hormonal fluctuations. Now my body continuously thinks that I am pregnant because you know what, bitches? That's what birth controls do to your body. It makes you, it tricks your body into thinking it is continuously pregnant. How fucking stupid is that? But we still go through that. Our bodies are tricked into believing that we are already pregnant. So we don't get pregnant again. Yeah. And we have all these campaigns and like um, social agendas about how there are such unequal uh, pay when it comes to like men and women, such differences with, uh, you know, pay and like a lot of differences with um, just our basic rights. And no one talks about birth control. Why do women only have to deal with uh, birth control? Oh my God, this other day, um, I was, I'm seeing this guy and things were getting hot and heavy. And, you know, and like, and he, he has the balls to tell me that he was like, I wish, wish you were on birth control before he could put his condom on. I really like, okay, that at that point, I really felt like, what the fuck? Like, I, I just felt like I could punch his face. But, you know, but like, I just like, I just, I just stayed quiet, like a good girl, good, innocent girl. And I just like went along with the whole thing. But like, of course, I made sure he had his condom on because, hey, that's important. Uh, But oh, my God, like, I literally just got off my birth control uh, three months ago, because 
birth control that I was on was pretty good. But the first six months was hellish. First six months, I had a lot of acne because of my birth control. I did have mood swings. Um, <laughs> but but, but uh, that's a complicated question, though. Like, it, it's an argument. It's a debate to be had, like, whether the birth control was because of my boyfriend, ex-boyfriend um, in a toxic relationship. Or is it because actually because of my birth control affecting my uh, moods? But I, I was going through and I, I, oh, my God, I had continuous periods for six months. So, um, but, and like we broke up for multiple reasons and then things were getting so much better for three years. I didn't have any periods too. I didn't have any mood swings. My skin was getting a lot better because of um, whatever reason, but like the birth control, I really enjoyed my birth control. It's an implant that I had on my arm, but I'm just, it's just crazy to me that um, women have to. Uh, bad all the consequences of pregnancy or like birth control side effects periods why so what caused you to take the birth control off uh well it was expired i had an explanant on uh, on my arm it's an implant it's like a matchstick um, sized birth control that was that has to be implanted in my arm and it the period was for about three to five years and i slowly started getting periods at the end of uh, three and a half years so I figured I have two options. I could either like put a new one back in uh, or I could just like take, take it off. And I didn't, I was single back then. It was the fucking pandemic. Everyone was locked down and like, you know, the it's it, you, dating was not, um, it's not, it's not going on in full. It was not going on in full swing. I don't think it had any impact for you though. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Considering that I'm I'm in a brand new country, literally no family, no friends around here, I have to meet someone. Like so, I was still like kind of, you know, <laughs> I, like, everyone has their own bubble. So I guess I'm like trying to form my own bubble. But yeah. um, but it's still like I know I I was aware of the fact that I can't just keep meeting a lot of new people and like um, I I figured I need to give my body a break from this fucking birth control. Um, that's been. I don't know. I don't know if it was even wrecking my body or not. That's why I wanted to find out, you know. That's why I wanted to take it off. Yeah. Uh, and also, can I just say, next plan on, people who can put a birth control in their arms where they can feel it all the time, it is so incredible. It's like a bitch-ass power move. It's like, bro, you think you get pain? Look at this. Look at me. Just putting a fucking pill up my arm and that I can feel through my skin at all times. Like, what a baller move. Well, I think it's baller to, um, and it's like, it's fucking weird to me personally to put an IUD up your vagina. What What the fuck was that? I, I don't have to feel the IUD. A, a guy will, I don't have to feel it. It's a sharp little thing that it could poke your, it could poke your line, vaginal line, uterine lining. It could poke the penis of the guy. It could no, 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 no. the walls or whatever in your vagina. <laughs> it doesn't it do that. Don't scare everybody. It, it could, it could literally, it's literally painful uh, to <laughs> have to put priority on. None of that for the explanation. None of that. No, no. So to be clear, an IUD is uh, not as sharp anymore the copper ones used to be the plastic ones okay, yeah, blunt, sure like also okay like blunt is better it's even more painful if it is blunt oh it no they put a bigger hole onto the uterine walls 
No, they are not trying to put a hole. It's just uh, created in a shape where it can just stay stuck on it, but it is not kind of creating any holes. It can create holes, uh, but these are very, very outlier situations. Mm-hmm. And a guy, it's so far up your uterine wall, uh, uterus that if a guy can reach there, then good job, guy. <laughs> <laughs> so it does. It, most guys cannot feel it. <laughs> oh, inserting an ex- external one is actually like a minor injection, and then you just put a bandaid on top of it, and game. And that's it, over. But an external one, apparently, you get cramps from an external, especially sorry IUDs, especially copper IUDs are supposed to be very painful. And copper like- IUDs are older um methods of doing iud's uh, most people sh- uh, don't do copper iud's most doctors that i know don't put copper iud's either uh the pro- there's a lot of there's a few different problems with copper iud's as far as i know one bigger one being a uh, copper poisoning so you can even get copper poisoning from just copper iud's which can create a lot of issues with your body um so uh the normal ones the plastic ones they just uh the basic benefit of I- having an iud for me is that I did not want any hormonal impacts from from having any birth control. I've been on other birth controls before. And the problem is that I felt so out of control when I was on uh, pills. I used to take this pill every day at the same time. And somehow I even managed to remember to do that. I don't know how, but I did. And during the time of one and a half, two years that I was on this pill, I went through a breakup too. So I, and I felt like not myself so much. Like it was just so weird. I was so not myself. I was behaving irrationally for me and I couldn't control uh, my emotional reactions in most cases, which was really crazy because I literally wanted to get out of this relationship at that time. And I wasn't able to, I felt like I was so much more impulsive and I was behaving very erratically. And the funniest thing happened as soon as I stopped my pills, I literally, it felt like waking up from a daze. It literally stopped me from feeling anything for this boy that I was trying to break up with. And I just started being more happy. I was happy. I was trying, I was more goal focused. I was not irrational. I had more control of my life. So I had been through that experience before. So when I did, when it came time for me to decide for a more uh, longer term birth plan, uh, birth control plan, I decided that I wanted the least amount of hormonal influence on my body as I could find. And I thought that the right way to go through it was IUD because it kind of feels like a topical hormonal implant in a way because you know that's where the activity happens so the least amount of hormones in my head it was going to be the least amount of hormonal influence because uh it doesn't need to go through my bloodstream as much um so they don't need to fill, uh increase the dosage so uh, for to counter the dilution through the bloodstream mm-hmm. i remember that it does use less hormones compared to an external because it's up in the arm uh, but whereas IOD is like like right there, uh, so it does its job right there, and it uses less hormones. Um, I heard horror stories of how um, sometimes IOD just comes out, and you don't you don't even know it comes out um, yes, while having IUD. sex or whatever. I agree, but you know that an IUT is effective for seven years. I've only taken Nexplanon so far. That was literally my first birth control. Um, 
never tried any birth control pills or anything like that but recently i had to take a plan b like i think i had some mood swings but again like it's 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 similar to this feeling of being gaslit you know what gaslit gaslighting is it's like is it could it be this or could it be this you don't know exactly who to put the blame on you know or maybe it's just me it's just in my head maybe it's just not the pills you know but like i definitely experienced i was grumpy for like three or three or four days i was extremely dizzy and tired the whole day i couldn't get any work done like these days i'm getting a lot of work done but that week was um, very i was i felt extremely fatigued because of probably because of plan b who the fuck knows yeah did you get any periods after it oh yeah i thought i would be getting periods the very next day surprisingly i did not because like you know the first thing you do after you take plan b is just go to google symptoms of plan b and have it says periods yeah. <laughs> so like the very next day i thought i would be getting periods i yeah. did not apparently you know you get periods after a week which was still early it was not my regular cycle um i got yeah. periods like at least like two weeks early but uh yeah but i got my periods after a week which was surprising you know i don't get any periods on iud anymore and i kind of almost miss having periods it was right really nice to know that my body was functioning the way it was supposed to function where what age did you get your uh, first period i think i was 12 what oh, about me you me too 12 like in in our age it was 12 but it, it's interesting that like in my parents age it's la- usually later but yeah. like, as as time progresses the age is getting like um, uh, people are getting um, periods younger and younger yeah right? i think it's over exposure your hormones start developing early because you get you are already thinking about all the sexual stuff you so your body is developing faster yeah Oh my god I I remember the first time I got my period um I was 12 and I w- I was already this rebel kid I was already a self-proclaimed atheist <laughs> but I hated the idea of how women are being were, were treated at least in my community yeah when they attend puberty um and they are asked to stay home for like two weeks huge function and stuff like that function as in um huge ceremonies around it to celebrate the fact that the Um, girl child finally became a woman i hated all of that i mean like i guess it's nice but like now that i think about it but um i i hated it because i don't want the spotlight on me for just for the fact that i'm bleeding from my vagina i'm ashamed of it you know i don't want like i don't want everyone to know that i'm bleeding from my vagina <laughs> it's it's scary for me for myself to even like deal with that so anyway uh so i was and i was already well informed about it. like there was this, um um sacrificial lamb in my class the girl who got into pu- puberty when she was like 9 or 10 and all the girls used to go to her about period questions and used to talk about all these kind of things about like what happens and i used to always ask all these crazy questions about well, how the period what the period flows like full uh, flows like is it like falling from a tap water you know is it like spray <laughs> or does it does it come out like urine things are like all these kind of questions um and like we used to get all these questions answered from that one girl who got periods like way early um so anyway finally when i got my periods i told my mom and then like the the way i was treated was also crazy they made me have raw eggs because apparently that was healthy so they made me have raw eggs and like people from different 
villagers were coming over to my place and like all giving off all these kinds of uh, gifts and stuff like healthy foods and stuff like that uh so shameful wow that's so strange because mine was such a different experience in a way you know i i don't know which one i prefer like i think that in your experience it almost sounds like there is so much pressure on this girl who doesn't understand enough about what is happening with her body to suddenly become a, be treated as a woman but it's also kind of nice that they are kind of normalizing it and also giving her healthy foods mm-hmm. but in my house like i prefer the way that was done in my house because honestly i would have hated the attention i would have locked myself in a room and refused to come out to meet anybody because i did not even know that it was called periods all i was told by my aunt who my mother asked so my mother asked my aunt to talk to me because my mother didn't know how to talk to me when i was a kid and my aunt just told me that if i suddenly start bleeding <laughs> from my vagina that i'm supposed to go to my mother with it and that's all i knew literally did not ask anybody at school about what it is like to bleed because i also did not know that other people also have this issue <laughs> I don't know it was called periods I don't know what it was called I was I just knew that I knew that I was suddenly start bleeding so I did I think like for a few for for like 6 months before I actually got my period every time I would run to my mother with any little sign of blood anywhere on my body <laughs> <laughs> mom i'm bleeding from my finger is this period mom i'm bleeding from my knee is this period <laughs> but anyway at one point the tap did open and i was bleeding everywhere and so my mother thankfully told me how to use a sanitary napkin but thank god did not tell anybody in my house i don't think she even she mean she probably didn't even tell my father <laughs> but um th- so thank god because in my house i had so many cousin brothers that it would have been so awkward so all i had to do was stay away from the kitchen for the first two days and i couldn't go to any temples and i had to sneak out of my house every morning <laughs> to throw to wrap there was a specific way of disposing the san- used sanitary products and it was to throw it in a fucking <laughs> junk <laughs> so so yeah why not why, why not just throw it in the trash <laughs> because the men would have had access to the trash and they would have seen yeah they would have been, like smelled it or whatever next like, they would have sniffed it or whatever like what is wrong <laughs> like what, what is wrong what is, why what if they just see it like it's normal for women to get like i i don't know i would have preferred this i would have preferred my way of uh, dealing with periods because like it is like sending you a message that you have to your periods is bad and you should not you should be ashamed of it that's what this telling you I don't know if I was ever ashamed of my periods. I You are not telling anyone. And you are throw you have to throw your sand used sanitary products in a jungle. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Honestly, that part is still a little weird to me. That is, that is telling you that you have to be ashamed of it. Like and it's bad you have, you can't even enter the kitchen. Like that's no. <laughs> yeah. I I know that there is a reason for why you can't enter the why? kitchen. Why? 
because the smell is a, so you used to, we used to, or people in older times would have pickles. So, you know, you have pickle jars placed around the house that are still um, like, you know, I don't know, they're pickling still, mm. but the smell from your periods can actually impact the pickling process mm. and just ruin the uh, pickles. So that's the reason why you weren't supposed to go to the kitchen in the first two days of your periods because the smell would be too much. And then there are other reasons too. Mm. Traditionally, they did not have as good sanitary products. So they would know that you would be bleeding too much and you'd be uncomfortable. So they just wanted you to sit in one place. That's the thing. Like even in your uh, tradition or like my family's tradition, it'll be so much easier if they just tell us the reasons behind these things. The, the funny thing is even our parents no one knows what the reason is they just follow it blindly <laughs> and yeah. then like we 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 are like oh this is this is bad like they are they are forcing us to do these things and we don't even know the reason to it yeah i mean uh it makes sense i had i had a lot of issues with this too because i was just like this all y'all crazy kind of attitude for most of my life and then i actually started uh reading in my when I was in undergrad, I started reading on why we had these traditions in the house because I was kind of trying to convince my mother to give them up. So so for me, when I was starting to have peers, all I knew about was just sanitary napkins. And uh, what about you? Did you try something else or were you also using sanitary napkins only? Yeah, I mean, it's India. What, what other options do you have? You just have uh, sanitary pads. It's called pads, right? You just like stick yeah. it in your underwear. But uh, there was no concept of tampons. Only pads, yeah. And disposable pads too. Yeah, so like keep buying stuff, keep using it, and then uh, I just use my trash can to throw it. And I have no problems. Like I'm, if my dad asks, because I, I used to have like excruciating pain every month, every month. Like I used to vomit. I used to have, um, I used to faint because of my periods. Um, so I had to be honest with my, I mean, I, there's a little bit of shame there. Like some of my friends are also very secretive about their periods, but I usually tell my dad like, Hey, mama, today I'm having period and I'm having period pain. So uh, I'm very honest with my family about it. Um, but there's still some sort of stigma about like, you know, how you go to a uh, store and buy pads, they would wrap the pad with the newspaper and give it to you. Mm. Why not just give it to you directly? Like, like any other thing or any other candy. Only pads are being wrapped in a newspaper. Yeah. That doesn't happen here, though. That doesn't happen here in the U.S. I know. I, do, I wouldn't do it anymore either. But in India, because we try to hide it so much, it makes it so much more interesting to all these boys that they have to start talking about which girl might be on her period. Mm. Because, because when you are separated and not told and not informed about it, but you know half the population is going through it. Right. You kind of get curious about it. You're stoking somebody's curiosity by not being open about it. Yeah. And you know what? That reminds me when I was a kid, I just couldn't understand how tampons even worked because nobody told me anything. So I did not know what your hymen was supposed to look like. And also there's a huge taboo in India about using tampons because it's like, oh, you're inserting something up your vagina. So you might not be a virgin anymore because your wife or your vagina might get stretched out oh my god there was so much stigma around tampons in india because you have to insert something up your I vagina i find a tampon in india like when yeah. i tried to find it they sell them usually yeah mm. uh, and the problem was i did not know what your hymen looked like at the time so i did not know how your tampon would even go in 
like yeah. there's so much ignorance around just yeah. female sexuality even for girls like i remember this time in my undergrad when we were like 19 many of my friends did not even know like i don't know no, this was not in i don't know if it was undergrad or probably 16 or 17 i i don't but like they are well into their period years like i've already had period for few years now i know everything how, what was going on with my body and i knew what maybe i didn't have an orgasm back then but i i knew how sex worked and how my body worked right they many girls didn't even know the period comes from a separate hole that there are three holes down there they didn't even know that good lord yeah okay i think i knew that eventually You I mean not have known that at 12 but I knew it by 16 and 17 especially around like 13 or 14 there was a chapter in our biology book about like the female anatomy yeah that's yeah. where I was like oh what is this oh that's such a funny thing because we had it too in 16 14 15 2 and i just remember that okay i am a very dumb kid let me just tell you now <laughs> because <laughs> So it used to we all knew that it was a chapter in our biology books and because of like the amount of repression in India we, we did not have any I wasn't watching porn back then I wasn't having yeah. sex I wasn't even having a relationship so the books became very this biology anatomy book became a reference point for sexual education yes. so I remember for girls, being, for girls for men it's porn for boys it's porn See that is the funny part because I remember being in my biology class and the teacher being very straight faced and being like if there's any giggling oh I will Same. make you leave the class Same. and everyone was holding in their laughter and then finally someone cracked some joke completely irrelevant to the what was the content of the lesson everyone their laughing went like crazy for like minutes from few minutes yeah. so no one even the teacher couldn't stop laughing like there was a guy sitting behind me in my bio- biology class and he was not like a good like attentive student uh like he wasn't trying to work hard in school at that time and he was like this is the one chapter where i'm going to shine i have read this so hard that i memorized every word of it so while the teacher is talking this guy sitting behind me in class is reciting this chapter in my ear <laughs> the fucking stupidest craziest experience honestly there is a whole thing about that i'm so certain that we need to have better sexual education in yeah. indian because they make it so so titillating for all these kids everything is so interesting i remember passing around books uh because i used to read a lot uh wherever there would be any sex scene in a book everybody read those chapters like they would not read the rest of the book but they would read those chapters you know yeah. Anyway, yeah, my so, mom, my mom being a teacher in a in a girls only school, she actually early on when I was like eleven or twelve, uh, she told me how sex worked. Like, of course, uh, nothing, nothing, like completely purely from a scientific um, yeah. perspective. She was like, um, men have this organ and it goes inside the woman's organ, and that's it. I was like, huh, doesn't make any sense to me. But then I completely forgot about it. And yeah. then like when I was like 14 my cousin sister told me how exactly it worked and I freaked the fuck out like that is not po- how because 
I, I didn't even know there was a hole back then when my mom told me. I didn't even know there was an explicit hole, right? And then... <laughs> like, I was like, whatever, whatever she's saying, okay, whatever. This is some science crap that I'm not interested in biology anyway. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to listen to whatever she's saying. She's just, she's just being this teacher trying to teach me some biology shit. <laughs> like, whatever this is. And when my sister told me, I was like... I didn't I really thought what how sex worked is like you just like men have their own organs and they um uh, secrete some fluids and it somehow <laughs> somehow goes into the woman's body <laughs> because <laughs> I know sex position so because in normal mainstream uh, movies they do women men are on top of the women and you know I didn't know all those movements and stuff so because of gravity those fluids somehow enter the woman's body <laughs> and impregnate the woman you know that's how I thought <laughs> well like when my sister told me it actually goes inside I couldn't eat for a day. <laughs> I was like, how can how can that organ go inside that hole? That's not possible. You're lying to me. You're just, you know. Okay. To go back, dial, dial forward the crazy. When I was in seventh grade, what is that? I was like 11. I used to literally believe that if I thought about, thought about it, anything like kissing <laughs> somehow i can get pregnant <laughs> think it. about kissing not even just kissing even if you think about it you'll get pregnant huh no, I, was not <laughs> that <laughs> I know a lot of friends would think that way too so the other thing about uh ta- coming back to tampons though one of the things that i was scared about when i did start using tampons uh after coming to us was that you get into there is a there's a very valid case of septic shock so with sanitary napkins you may not have to change it as often but with tampons you have to change it a lot more often because they get uh you know it's just not after eight hours it it just is very unhealthy and you yeah. can get in septic shocks another thing with tampons is it, it just so absorb it, it's just like a cotton thing that goes inside and it absorbs every moisture and there's something associated with that too i just don't like the feeling of it when you take it out it's like uh it, it, it there's it's like there's a lot of friction because all the moisture has been absorbed by the tampons so but like i after pads i directly jumped to menstrual cups that's been amazing for me because it's like low cost you just need one cup you just you can easily carry it around you just like wash it use it and then pour it out or put it back in it's like that it's sometimes sometimes you your fingers would get dirty but you have to like you can always like clean it and you can always uh, use like some sort of soap to clean the cup and your hands but oh my god it's just like environmentally sustainable you don't there's no waste products associated with it it's uh, you know it's earth friendly it's pocket friendly as well so i've been i'm in love with menstrual cups after i discovered it it's it's my only go to so far so this may be my naivety about menstrual cups because i've never used them my so my biggest fear is like i don't really want to see a cup full of blood <laughs> but that's the big that's a very superficial thing though the other part is that 
I know that they can get big enough for the blood to collect in them, but inserting them and taking them out is not like the easiest thing to do, right? I was treading it too. Actually, I got a Diva cup in the, was in the US. It's, it's one of the bigger cups actually uh, available in the market. So I, but I, I tried it once and I didn't really like it because it was so big and putting it down, putting up, you know, inserting it and putting it, uh, taking it out was a hassle for me. It was scary also for me because I didn't, it, I, it was, it, it's a little big. So I was like, how can it go in? And I, I, I didn't feel really comfortable with that. And I didn't get periods also. So I didn't really get to use it and practice using it. Um, but then after I uh, came to India, I started using menstrual cups seriously. And oh my God, yes, it, ne- it needs, it's, learning curve is a bit high. You need to uh, practice it like three or four times. But after that, once you get the hang of it, it's the best thing ever. I love the idea of menstrual cups because I think it was severely needed mm. in, uh, for uh, because African countries and poor uh, economically uh, like the lower economic spaces in India they really need some hygiene around uh, sec- around just periods because women don't have education there and they don't have access to bypass which are so expensive and also environmentally so bad that being able to provide menstrual cups to all these women is such a i i just yeah, i think a big, it's a big move in india for sure because i how think about how many pads and tampons we would have dis, uh, disposed in our entire lifetime like we are 30 now and we we've been having periods since we were like 12 yeah and like every month every day two pads and then five days a month yeah for like many years that even. is a lot of waste yes that's very true i think if i ever take my like once i get off off of my birth control ever i think i'll also try menstrual cups only because it's severely um it's just the way the world is going to progress to i can yeah, tell. And also as a hiker like if you're going out in the wilderness and camping and stuff menstrual cup is the only option you have because you can't be carrying tampons you cannot dispose your tampons anywhere because leave no trace principle so if you have to like carry pack it out with you you don't want to be packing out used pan- tampons and pads with you that's a nightmare so can you dispose your blood though yeah i mean you can dispose you blood. carry your poop down yeah, but yeah, yeah, dispose your blood like that's no, that's yeah, that's that's just blood. Like you know, blood is like completely natural and stuff. Ideally, you shouldn't even be you know, you should not be disposing anything. It's like urine. It's like you are peeing. You can't. You are not packing out your pee, right? You are just peeing everywhere. So that's the same thing as blood. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think Indians have to. There's a lot of um, awareness that need to be had about uh, birth control and menstrual cups, uh, especially birth control. Like people are not talking about it. So um, I think as Indians, we have suffered a lot when we were in India too. So yeah, we're just trying to reduce the learning curve for anybody who's trying to listen to us. And also there's a real feeling of empowerment when you do take your reproductive cycle into your control uh, by saying that I'm not putting... um, pregnancy or anything else into the hands of a man um, or even in the hands of God, if you believe in God, by the pull-out method, which is the stupidest thing you can actually do, uh, short of actually. Guys, please don't do any pull-out method. There is pre-cum and you can get pregnant from pre-cum. Please. Still a a commonly practiced form of birth control. It shouldn't even be listed 
and and under birth control methods actually this is something that we talk we think about every day in our it, this birth control periods and like our mood swings this is constantly in our minds all the time and i guess uh, we do talk about it with each other within as girls too but i guess like finally we decided that we wanted to make it public and you know talk about this from an a more open platform yeah and uh no matter what your stance is on abortion it is just not a fun thing to go through for anybody if you do get pregnant so just make sure you have your bases covered and also just to reiterate even if a guy doesn't like to wear a condom he needs to even if you're on birth control unless you've been you have the same partner for a while that's fine then but if you're changing partners make them wear a condom and get tested oh yes get tested every year if not sooner and or every time you change a partner change partners for sure yeah yeah so go get that bag girls just make sure that you're focusing on your careers we're just giving you tools to eliminate the rest of the noise keep like please like us please subscribe to our cha- uh, to our podcast we really need the followers if we see people in getting uh, finding us and genuinely being interested in us it just helps us motivate to keep uh, motiv- it helps motivate us to put better content forward so yeah like and subscribe guys. yes please thank you and if you can rate us on uh, apple spotify wherever you can listen to podcasts that would be really helpful too this is me rashida and me pooja signing off for this week bye